Oh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We roll on. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for what you do. Brian Fonville, executive vice president, runner, tennis player, does a lot. Joe Nesbitt, also trail runner, rides bikes. Very active bankers over there at Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. And thank you also to UBO Business Services. That's UBEO.com. UBEO.com. Sean Hunt and his gang do a tremendous job. Now, Jack Allen joining us now, sports director over at Channel 25, KXXV. And, uh, you, Jack, you were tweeting about something. And, by the way, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Always, uh, always fun to visit with you. Yeah, Matt, always good to talk to you, too. Are you uh, hanging in there with all this travel up and down the road? Uh, it seems like, for whatever reason, your arrangement with the local uh, uh, Channel 25, you do more Aggies than our other our other folks. So the, the College Station people must also enjoy your work, Jack. Um, this is uh, – that that was – you've been burning up the roads, haven't you, between all this high school baseball plus uh, accounting for all what the Aggies are doing? This is uh, – this is a no rest for the weary type situation. Yeah, I thought football season was busy, but it turns out this is probably the busiest time of the year. I was in Austin or for softball on Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday, then heading down Highway 6 to College Station for baseball on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it feels like, you know, just tomorrow we're going to be back down in Round Rock for high school again. So, uh, Highway 6, I-35, they're going to be sick of me by the time this is all done with. <laughs> Just be careful. Don't get tickets doing all that. I, I thought our I thought our uh, Schlossnagel, the uh, A&M coach, it was interesting. He finally kind of let his emotion show a little bit after that one. And just talking about his love for the TCU players, obviously most everybody in that dugout he brought in. And then I thought it was interesting. He said of those Aggies uh, – he said it was, I'm trying to think, it was like the most determined, whatever word he chose, it was like the most he's ever coached in terms of. Yeah, so like the most determined, resilient. Resilient. Resilient like, is the, yeah, yeah resilient. That, that he used. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, I mean, it's the case, Matt. You, you look at it, this team, they can be down 10 runs, and you never know because they might come back every time it seems like third fourth fifth time through the lineup this offense gets going and once they figure out what you're doing how you're trying to pitch them they figure it out there down the stretch and there is never a moment where you can truly say they're done and you saw that this weekend I mean when they took on Louisiana they were down heading into the seventh inning finally got the offense going one then on Sunday it took them until about 11:30 at night it felt like but they finally got the offense going there in the seventh inning and we're able to take the lead and then hold on and expand on it in the ninth. And so it's just the idea with this Aggie team. It feels like no matter what the score is, when the fifth inning rolls around, you just know, okay, they could still pull this one out. On the other hand, their pitching is also at a point sometimes where you feel like, and we kind of saw it in the TCU game, even if they're up three or four in the eighth inning, it never really quite feels comfortable until that last out gets recorded. What, what is that crowd like at Bluebell? Where uh, where Texas A and M plays is it uh, 
Uh, you've you've uh, obviously covered LSU in your past. You've been to uh, you went to school in Arkansas, so I'm sure you've been to that Arkansas facility. Does A and M have a true sort of SEC frenzied atmosphere at its games? Oh, I mean, you can't deny it. It's an incredible atmosphere down there. I will say, compared to your LSU, the consistent energy is not quite there at the level of those two places compared to Baylor, compared to a lot of other schools in the country. It's way above where it is. But I will say, you know, in, in those late innings, whenever Dylan Rock hit that home run, A&M at its peak is as good as any other place at its peak. It just, you need the right events to get it there. <laughs> and so being there, even at, you know, like I said, that, that game on uh, Sunday night went until after midnight and even after 11 o'clock, you know, they pull ahead in the ninth inning and the energy there was incredible and comparable to what I've seen, you know, anywhere else in the country. Does the, since it's named Bluebell Park, um, are there, uh, are there a lot of uh, ballpark? Are there a lot of ice cream options there? Like, do you ever venture down there to see, what they're serving at the regular concessions. I'm sure they had some things for you in the press box. Are there quite a few different Bluebell options, or did you not really look around? So I've been watching the games from up. uh, There's a little terrace section. I watch it where the breeze comes in, so it doesn't feel like it's 150 degrees down Mm, there, albeit mm. some ice cream would probably help with that as well. Um, But I I like to get that that overview. You get to see everything from up there. So, no, I haven't ventured, I guess, down among the common folk, you know. But (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's a cool experience. It's a fun place. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody whisper in your ear, "Hey, here's a here's someone I think would be a good coach for uh, for Baylor that should you know, might replace Steve Rodriguez"? Did anybody, uh, you know? Obviously, we've been hearing some names, been you know, kicking you know, around. I think that did, they had a few you... more things that they were worried about down there than uh, <laughs> the Baylor the Baylor coaching change right now. But you know, it, it's been it's been fun to kind of hear the murmurs. You know, obviously, you've got. When you've got a guy just down the road like Mitch Thompson, who you know is has had so much success, there's gonna be talk in that direction. I mean, the state of Texas as a whole is such a successful, historically successful baseball state that you can just go up to DBU, you can go to Texas State, and so there's so much local coaching talent and so many locally successful programs at every level that I mean. There's always going to be some buzz, no matter where you go in the state, connected to that job. Uh, Because, I mean, Baylor, too, it's a historically successful, historically great program. And so, uh, yeah, they weren't really talking about it down in Aggieland, but you never know. (laughs) Jack Allen joining us, Channel 25, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Jack, when you're around that Valley Mills team, do you ever think about perhaps dyeing your hair uh, blonde? I mean, they're, they're really going with some pretty good blonde locks. And for some reason, this seems to be a huge thing among baseball players. And it's not just high school. Sometimes you see it in college. They love to dye the hair. Have you been tempted to maybe, you know, try the blonde look? Matt, I don't think my bosses would love to see me anchoring sports at 10 and come in 
with the bleach blonde hair. I don't think my wife would love that. I even had a tweet at the beginning of playoffs saying, guys, it's okay. You do not have to dye your hair blonde for the playoffs. You can still win games. I don't think Valley Mills got the message. They've got a lot of kids out there uh, playing like that, but they've been channeling some postseason magic. They have had some fun games uh, this postseason, especially that walk-off against Bosqueville on uh, Friday night. Um, you know, the way that they were able to kind of rally from a 4-0 deficit and then load the bases with nobody out, get that walk-off hit. I don't know if you've seen the video. I've got it on my on my Twitter feed, but the coach, Coach Shonafel from Valley Mills, comes sprinting down the line uh, and he's the first person to start the dog pile, just tackles <laughs> Landis Taylor at the plate. Um, he was saying afterwards, you know, that he's too old to be doing that, but he got caught up in the moment. But, you know, it, it's it's so fun to see the way that that whole team has just gotten kind of caught up in the moment and, and seen the way that they've just been living it to the full. And so they're, you know, heading down to Round Rock today, getting ready to play. Um they have a group of freshmen there that played at, or a group of seniors there that played as freshmen in 2015 or 2019 when they went and lost. And uh, it was cool. Of, they sent me some photos from when they were freshmen. Um, and just to see the way that group has grown up, I think they're excited to go back um, and have a different result this time than whenever they went uh, four years ago. Yeah, I'm looking at that piece you did on that uh, of some of those, those three seniors um, who were there as freshmen. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I love those little still shots. Those guys do look different, and they didn't have their, their hair bleached blonde back then. But uh, And they've grown up a little bit. These guys have put on a little uh, muscle and, and filled out a little bit, from what I can tell. Uh, they'll be playing against uh, New Home. What is that? What's that uh, lineup thing that you're pointing at in the dugout during this? I've got the sound down. Is that that the goals that they left up in their dugout? What are you What are you yeah. referencing? What is that visual aid so you're have, using, Jack? Yeah, they have a piece of paper that's just kind of taped up. It's it's barely taped up anymore because it's been there all season. But they printed out their six goals for the year, and five of them that they're stand, that they have up there have big check marks next to them. And the last one just says, win your last game. And, of course, the only way you win your last game is if you win a state championship. And so all season long, that's kind of been sitting there. Is That's the goal. That's the goal. And they've got the other five checked off. And so in uh, I was at practice on Monday, and Coach Shauna felt that was his message to them was to turn around, look at that list, look at the goals, and see that there's just that one left and to know how close they are to being able to do that, something that, you know, not very many people get to get to say that they won their last game. Yeah, I went back now, and I'm looking at that picture you have up of it, and uh, the coach reached out to me, and he said, can you ask Jack not to post everything from our dugout? He said, you know, he's worried about you releasing some uh, information about their lineup and things like that. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not, Jack. But – I feel like they could freshen that thing up. The the one you posted looks like it might have some coffee stains on it. I mean, it's it's taken a beating, but there it sits, and there are all those check marks by it. Talking to Jack Allen as he gets ready for this gauntlet, which is tomorrow, and we'll have Valley Mills' new home right here at 4 o'clock during our show. Jack, can you imagine that? Something has to be big to knock my show off the air, and, and this qualifies. You know, playing for state. Now, 
I, I want to get your take, too, Abbott and China Spring. Let's start with China Spring. Uh, this is a school that uh, obviously had huge football success coming off the state title and now uh, rolling uh, on the baseball end of things. I mean, uh, bring us up to date on uh, what you think about that matchup, what China Spring uh, is uh, looking like they'll, they'll face Wednesday. Yeah, so I, I was at their practice this morning uh, talking with Coach Lopez, a couple of the guys, and, um, you know, they similarly – we were talking about Valley Mills has that motivation posted in their dugout. Uh, China Spring has a giant exit sign. It's exit 254A or whatever it is, like one of those green ones, like you'll see on, on the highway. And exit 254A or whatever the number is, is the exit for Dish Falk Field. And so they've had that in their dugout all season long as sort of that's where, where their eyes are. And so when I was talking to Coach Lopez, he said these guys are as loose as he's ever seen. And part of the reason is because a lot of them have done this before, literally just a few months ago in football. They've been to the promised land. They've won the big game. And so as they start to turn their attention towards state, a lot of these guys aren't nervous at all because they know what it's like to play in that kind of game. But again, they're playing against a team like Argyle that historically has done it in baseball. They've also done it in other sports, but but it's a baseball powerhouse, and so they know that it's going to be a really tough challenge when they get down there. Yeah, I was just sitting here looking at the exit to, um, to make sure they got the right one. I hope they didn't actually get a, a real exit sign. They could get in trouble for that. We used to we used to kind of try to get some signs occasionally when I was in undergrad. I'm sure you did not do that where you attended school, Jack, at Harding. Uh I mean, that is one of the Look, great – uh, I'm going to be that, honest. I'm going to be honest. I have a giant letter G. Whenever they tore down our, like, athletic center, they, they all the letters were sitting around one day. Don't tell anybody from Harding, but I have the G from the old athletic center signage sitting in my uh, room back home somewhere. Wow. That is one of the better uh, Church of Christ schools in this country. And I will be reaching out to some of the authorities there. And um, that's uh, why. Now, is that why you were, uh, I guess you have roots there in, in Arkansas, because I saw you, like, doing some hiking or something the other day. Was that, uh, you were up on some kind of, I mean, I don't know if we can call those mountains in Arkansas. I mean, they're just kind of hills. But we, which one were? Which one had you climbed? So I was on, it's this place called Sugarloaf Mountain. It's near oh. Heber Springs which is like an hour northeast of Little Rock. It's a mountain. There's real mountains there. You got the Ozarks, all that. Um, but, no, I was there for my sister-in-law got married, and so I took a sunrise hike out there with a couple of friends from college and oh, wow. uh, tried to get away before this, this mad rush uh, of sports came in. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it was yeah. a good time, a good, good, nice, relaxing bit before, before the mayhem of playoff baseball jack allen reflecting uh, alone with his thoughts and his buddies i don't know if you can really reflect too much if you've got like your old fraternity brothers hanging out with you on top of mount sugarloaf uh, or whatever it is we call it the uh, uh real quick though i don't want to leave out abbott love abbott and uh it, it, and i mean this is a uh, this is a great opportunity and abbott has done some things in the past but uh what do you what do you make of that and and do you could you tell me the team they're playing against do you know where that place is so it's 
they're playing against Tehannes, which is near San Antonio. It's like halfway between San Antonio and Uvalde. And so huh. it's a it's a tiny school. You know, I mean, this is one they were talking about, but um, they I've never actually watched the, them play baseball. I don't think they may have actually played now that I think about it in the state tournament in a game that I just happened to be up in the press box for in between games last year. But I know I've seen their softball team play a few times and the Hannis' softball team won the 1A state softball tournament this year. Um, and so it is a proud group down there of uh, baseball, softball uh, tradition um, and success. But then again, I mean, Abbott has a lot of baseball uh, tradition of its own state tournament runs. Um, and I know that they're excited to be back in that situation uh, playing for a state championship. All right. Well, I want you to give all three schools equal, just because you kind of fell in love with that Valley Mills team, they treated you really well and let you hang out in the clubhouse and the dugout. Uh, I want you to give all three of these schools equal treatment, all right, before you head down to spend time with the Aggies, which will begin on Friday at 7.30. And for whatever reason, I guess because of what time you go on the air, that 7.30 start has you a little bit worried. But, uh, Jack, it's uh, always good to catch up with you and uh, let us know. Thanks for and I appreciate the updates. The uh, other day, though, you forgot to tweet. There was one of those games that was getting out of hand, and it was 14-10. I think it was Franklin, and you didn't send the tweet. And I was hanging on your every tweet. So, just make sure you don't forget to send those tweets because I'm I'm using you as kind of my uh, update guy. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll make sure that the problem I always I'm trying to run out and get coach after the game and I always forget to post final. So I'll just That's okay. that I'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, I, Jack, I appreciate that. Your dedication to my show uh, is uh, is is very uh, admirable. There he goes, Jack Allen. From Channel 25, KXXV.